Welcome to Intel's Conversations in the Cloud. I'm your host, Jake Smith. Join me as I speak with guests from across the world about the latest advancements in cloud and edge computing, data center technology, network infrastructure, security, artificial intelligence, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. Today, I am joined by co-founder and CTO of Duality, Dr. Kurt Roloff. Kurt, let's get into homomorphic encryption for a minute. Can you talk a little bit about what it is, why it's important, and how you use it for your privacy-enhancing technology? Yeah, sure thing. So you said actually the magic word, privacy enhancing technology, and that's exactly what it is. Homomorphic encryption basically allows really sensitive data, whether it's medical data or financial records or geolocation data, things that are generally considered very private by individuals and even under legal auspices like GDPR and CCPA coming out of Europe and California, respectively. Homomorphic encryption allows organizations like healthcare companies, like insurance companies, cancer research centers, banks to run analytics on sensitive data without actually having access to the data. So a great example of this is that we were engaged with a project with NIH, National Institute of Health, and Dana-Farber Cancer Research Center. And what we were able to do is that we were able to develop an application of homomorphic encryption that would allow cancer researchers to share sensitive medical information, cancer data, basically, genomic information and patient records in a privacy-preserving manner so that cancer researchers across the country could aggregate sensitive information, sensitive medical records, perform analytics on this data to develop new models that give indications of which patients are likely to develop certain kinds of cancers in the future. And we use this all using homomorphic encryption that allows the uh, data owners to encrypt their data and share their data and then allow the researchers to run analytics on the data without revealing any sensitive information. So we've been using this technologies for various applications, like I said, for cancer research. We've been involved with a project for DARPA related to this to build models of the COVID-19 severity of infection and several things related to that. So it's a really nice privacy-enhancing technologies that allows analytics on data without revealing actual the data itself. And that's so critical, right? Preserving privacy, meeting GDPR level standards, that is critical to everything that we do because, you know, obviously the violation of privacy, the violation of GDPR and anything else associated with privacy of data can be fatal for an enterprise. Can we talk a little bit about what applications do you target for this type of homomorphic encryption? Where can end users or our listeners sort of say, hey, okay, that's great. This company does a lot of great things. Duality is on the leading edge. Where do I apply homomorphic encryption? Yeah. So there's a couple great applications that we've been commercializing. Where we tend to focus on are in areas where basically organizations have high value but sensitive data but they can't necessarily get the full value out of the data because of privacy concerns. So I touched on the medical application. This is one of the more visible ones that we've been in the press about. Where we're getting a lot of commercial business right now is in the area of financial fraud and fraud analytics and fraud detection, financial crime analytics and things like this. 
So kind of a typical use case is that every bank has piles and piles and piles of data about financial transactions. And this data is obviously very, very sensitive. None of us want leakage of information about what we're doing financially you know, for basic privacy concerns, in addition to the bread and butter of legal regulation well, around CCPA and GDPR, for example. But at the same time, criminals do not necessarily have loyalty to any one bank. So, you know, this is fairly common that a criminal might go after one bank for you know, social engineering fraud and things like this or money laundering operations, but they might apply their criminal trade across multiple banks in parallel. And there is a very strong case to be made that there is a strong social good of fighting financial crime, fraud, and so forth, and that banks should try to collaborate, if possible, to fight fraud and other kinds of crimes. Besides the crime itself, but typically these crimes, for example, money laundering might enable things like the drug trade or terrorism operations or things like this. So there's a very, very easy argument to be made that banks should be allowed to share data in some way. But this is balanced, of course, against the privacy concerns and privacy regulations, which are very, very important. So using privacy-enhancing technologies, such as homomorphic encryption, we have a series of products that would allow banks to collaborate and allow them to identify leading indicators of financial fraud on combined data sets. And so, for example, multiple banks might have suspicions about accounts that are registered at a specific address. And the accounts at the specific address might turn up in multiple banks, but the banks themselves wouldn't necessarily see this or know this unless they started sharing data about their accounts that have suspicions. And so this allows banks to more actively engage investigators, whether it's internal investigators to stop actions of a certain address or law enforcement to help fight financial crime. And so this notion of data sharing and data analytics has been a major application of ours as we try to use privacy technologies to respect the privacy of law-abiding citizens, while at the same time helping to protect the good of society to fight various kinds of crimes around financial fraud, whether it's drug running or terrorism and things like that. You know, it's such an important thing that you're trying to accomplish and your team is trying to accomplish. I mean, we're really trying to change the face of security as we know it, as we're comfortable in the IT industry. Homomorphic encryption is really the baseline, if you will, for these new privacy-enhanced technologies. Can you talk a little bit about how homomorphic encryption and data monetization work together? Yeah, that's a really great question, and thank you for asking. One thing that we found is that there are a lot of organizations, whether they're insurance companies or banks or medical centers, which are sitting on piles and piles and piles of data that have tremendous value, value about consumer behaviors, value about purchasing decisions, values about health and well-being of individuals and so forth. And what we found is that this very, very high value data, for all the right reasons, Organizations are very, very hesitant to share or even use in any kind of real serious way because of privacy concerns. And one thing that we've been pushing on as part of Duality, working with our customers on, is to allow customers to monetize their data in a way that completely respects the privacy of the individuals that are described by the data. And so this is what's called data monetization. 
where, for example, an insurance company could basically license their data to, for example, a bank to identify potential high-value customers for the bank, while at the same time protecting the privacy of the actual individuals. And so be able to do things like market research and things like that to understand the effectiveness of you know, marketing campaigns and things like that. So we see this as a, you know, a highly valuable activity that we can engage in where there's very, very few other approaches on the market that come even close to what we can provide. Now, you've talked about being an ICAP company. Can you talk a little bit about your relationship with the AI Builders program as well for our listeners? Yeah, sure thing. So we're very happy, very proud about our growing relationship with Intel. It started, of course, early on. Actually, to even roll it back a little bit, one of the things that we're very active in in our space is we're very, very firm believers in standards and open source and so on particularly open source crypto, because we believe that crypto needs to be trusted. And to trust crypto, having open standards and open source is very important. So we engaged with Intel very early on, on the notion of standards for homomorphic encryption. And this has been an engagement that we've had with Intel very, very early on, up to about two, three years ago. And we've had a growing relationship with Intel basically ever since, which Intel and ICAP invested in our Series A a little more than a year ago. And then we've had ongoing engagements that have, that have continued to bear fruit, such as our engagement with the AI builders ecosystem, where although ostensibly we are an encryption technology company, a privacy company, every bit of more than that, we are a data science company and a data analytics and machine learning company. Because what we do, although we provide privacy, the goal of our products and our goal of our product line is to enable data scientists, analysts, people who use data, people who use machine learning tools, people who use AI to get access to data and use sensitive data that they wouldn't normally be able to get access to in their workflows. And so I like to push that we are very much a data science company and machine learning company every bit as much as we are a privacy company. And so our engagement with AI builders about how to tap into that ecosystem, get the visibility for our products and engage with the Intel community around the Intel products has been a major aspect of where we look to go in the future as we look to engage and, and broaden out the use of our products, obviously with some of the valued games that we've had across the Intel ecosystem. You know, I'm really glad, Kurt, that you guys have taken advantage of our ecosystem because the ecosystem is looking for new tech. So the ecosystem is constantly on the hunt for the latest and greatest security technology. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about the work you guys have done on optimization of Ice Lake, our current and future third generation Xeon scalable processor? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd be happy to do so. You know, Intel is a deep tech company. I have tremendous respect for Intel throughout the entire history of the company, actually. And so I got to get at least a little techno in terms of this response. And one thing that are really, really nice about the Xeon processors and Intel's product line, particularly for homomorphic encryption, is that the underlying encryption compute primitives are what are called vectorized operations, basically just lists of numbers that one has to do fairly complex computations on. And one thing that's particularly nice about the modern Intel Xeon product line is that they have several very advanced instruction sets for vectorized operations, particularly called AVX. And it's basically 
given the market reach that Intel has and given how widely deployed Intel products are across our community of customers, it's a good natural fit for us to collaborate with Intel to accelerate duality products on Intel hardware. It's good for duality because it means that our customers can do more with our product. At the same time, it makes strategic sense for Intel to basically tap into these new and emerging technologies and take the existing products and make them even more relevant than they are. And of course, they are very relevant already. And basically, it's like a match made at heaven where everyone wins. We win. Well, I don't want to speak for Intel. I hope Intel sees value in it too, and I think they do. We do. So thank you very much. And of course, our customers get a big win from having even more value from Intel product and even more value from Duality product. Well, you know, that is why we collaborate and that's why we're excited. And I know that's why the ICAP team and I know that's why NIR is so excited to partner with Duality and find new ways to deploy homomorphic encryption. Kurt, final two questions. My listeners look forward to this every time. And the first one is this. It's an easy one. I like to say the layup of the two. Where can our listeners find out more information? We, of course, at Duality have our website, dualitytech.com pretty easy to find. We are very engaged with the general open source community, and we have a Palisade homomorphic encryption library that we're collaborating on with Intel. And we also have a open standards community, which we co-founded with several large multinationals of which Intel is highly engaged, called homomorphicencryption.org. Any three of those will provide more information, of course, about duality, about the open source tech that we use, and of course, the open standards that I alluded to earlier that we're engaged on Intel with. Outstanding. And thank you, Kurt. I'll be checking out those sites myself. And so finally, what does the future of homomorphic encryption and security look like to you? That's a great question. I see a growing need for more computations on more data, more complex computations on more data, and pushing forward aggressively from there. I see us basically as a company moving into heavier and heavier workloads to mimic, for example, what happened with machine learning, going as machine learning did from basic statistical analytics to things like decision trees or neural nets and now into deep learning. I see us following along those same paths. And like those paths, I see us engaging with hardware accelerators And I think this initial engagement that we've had with Intel, Intel AI builders, and the Intel Xeon product line and collaboration on that is only going to grow from there as Intel rolls out new products and as we engage further with Intel about how our products run better on Intel products also. Well, I thank you very much. Our listeners, thank you. And thank you for taking the time of your incredibly busy schedule. On behalf of Dr. Kurt Roloff, co-founder and CTO of Duality, wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning. Good afternoon and good night.